This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Nine News consumer reporter John Matarese is here, so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff, Jen, and Fritch. I'm so glad to see you guys back today. Tim's out, but so great to see you guys back because last Monday when I was in here, I was a little worried. I mean, we're concerned this about whole us. building had the flu and it was it was scary. And I went to Channel 9 and I, I got in the decontamination chamber. <laughs> Did you? I scrubbed That's and awesome. scrubbed and scrubbed. <laughs> so I'm so glad you guys are here and feeling better. Now, one thing you might notice and I did a topic on this the other day is that products keep getting smaller in the grocery store. We oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. We know that. The cereal boxes shrink. Some of the worst ones are the spaghetti sauce jars. Really? They get smaller. Mm-hmm. Frozen food. I mean, you get a frozen dinner and it gets smaller. Everything gets smaller. But now what they're doing this year is they are actually getting a little sneakier. Because here's the thing. If you keep making jars of things smaller, yeah. sooner or later people notice and the jars so, figure it out. And mm-hmm. the jars so small people won't even buy it anymore. Right. So what they're doing now is they're coming up with deceptive packaging and it's really amazing what some of these brands do. And they, they the neatest thing they do now is kind of the trend is the product window. So when you buy chips, rather than a bag of chips where you can see the chips, you can't see the chips in the bag. They're, it's just a little tiny window. Oh, they're And the window makes it look like you're getting a lot of chips, but you turn the bag upside down and there's no chips in the window and it disappears. No chips in the window. <laughs> no chips in the window. <laughs> and with other products too, they're adding they're adding cardboard. And this is really fascinating. It's like you get a jar of uh, facial lotion. Okay, think of it. Uh, right. You know, you go to the cosmetics section yeah. of, of Kroger or Walgreens. You go, oh, I need some, I need some face cream. And, and so you buy it. And the box itself, you know, it's about the size of like a what? A large coffee cup. Mm-hmm. You open it up and the tube of face cream in there or eye eye cream is the worst. It's like microscopic. Yeah. The yeah. tube oh, yeah. of eye cream. It's like half of a half of an ounce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little <laughs> ounce of eye cream and it's in this giant Box. It, the, the, the eye cream takes up one quarter to one sixth of the actual space within yeah, the box. Yeah. And that's just yeah. in the past few years, they've really perfected that where the product is getting smaller. The box stays the same size. The other thing they do it with is kids crayons where you buy or these markers, the colored markers for kids and you open it up. And there's a little window again, and you see like four or six colored markers. You think there's going to be like 
25 of them in the box. But no, there's cardboard partitions. I mean, do they really think we're that stupid, John? Yeah, yeah, because it makes it look like there's more in it. But I think the worst are the the eye creams and the face. They do that with like the tier system with like the crayons and the markers, too. Like they put some in the front and then they put like a package to make the ones in the back like higher. So it looks like you're getting so many rows of markers. So it's all in the packaging. So when you're in the store, just check out that packaging before you grab something. Well, it makes me mad, too, because what a waste of packaging. Do you know how many trees we're killing to make those stamp boxes those. for our teeny tiny little moisturizers? Yeah. <laughs> really? Exactly. So what can we do, John? I mean, you bring this to us. You get us all worked up, at least me anyway. <laughs> I'm worked up. What can I do to change this? Buy the one that's in the jar where you know you're actually getting like five ounces of cream in that jar and you see the jar and it's not hidden. Vote with my, vote with my, what do you call it? Your wallet. And (laughs) it wouldn't hurt to leave a voicemail on their consumer complaint line. Yes, let's do that. Tell (laughs) the company when you feel you've been ripped off. All right. Thank thank you, John. John. I don't know where you people come from. I don't know if you test your products, your quantity of your products. Your products are very delicious. Love your sausage for 30-something years, but I can't take and feed a family of five on a little 12-ounce roll of sausage. I don't mind paying you more money for your 16-ounce roll of sausage, but you don't have it anymore. You've got a 12-ounce roll, and you've got three men that weigh over 200 pounds apiece, a woman that's a little plump Scotch girl, and a daughter who's 13, and you're going to try to take a 12-ounce roll of sausage and a couple of dozen eggs and feed that. It ain't going to work, and I'm not going to purchase your product anymore or ever again. And as far as your 16-ounce and maple and sage, I don't eat that. I'm not from the north. I'm a Texas man. Jimmy Dean sausage is for southern people to eat with their breakfast, with their fried eggs and their T-bone steaks. And I can't see going to a little 12-ounce package to feed four, five, six people. And I'm not going to buy two of those 12-ounce packages just because you want to downsize and charge the same goddamn price. I'd sure like a reply. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I'd sure like you to go back to your 16-ounce package on your regular sausage because I'm not going to buy it. Otherwise, ever again, I'll just have my own sausage made like I used to 30-something years ago. It's not as tasty as yours is, but it'll work. Goodbye. That little 12-ounce goddamn roll of sauce is supposed to feed your brother and me and you 600 pounds of men, at least. You get my point? And the two girls, and they put it in that f***y roll of sausage. Son of a Somebody needs their f***ing kick. Some little consumer geek a roll this up. Save money. Save money. Yeah, save money. Save money. I'm going to eat, God some unwritten rules that everyone seems to think should be followed. Uh, here are some of the best ones we came across. Don't ask for something if the person has only one of them left. Yeah. Don't take my 
last piece of cheesecake. <laughs> you gonna eat that last piece of cheesecake? <laughs> yeah. Can't uh. you, I don't mind when people ask me though, because I feel like like if I have gum, I'm gonna give it to you. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna share it with you. Like the cheesecake. Let's split it. Let's split it. All right, here's another unwritten rule. If you finish a roll of toilet paper, you got to be the one to put the new roll on. Are you listening, Scott Fitterer? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I am the only person that knows how to do this, though. You are the only one that knows. I mean, it's a complicated uh, contraption. I mean, especially for someone who's an engineer. Yeah. To figure out how to remove that. But even here at work, sometimes when I go into the stall, we have that little clicky thing. Yeah. And I walk in, I sit down, I put my hand. I'm like, are you kidding? It was a click. Like, right. I still don't know how to work that thing. Just turn it. It just turns. You sure about that? <laughs> yes. I uh, Snapchatted about this once, like three times in one day. I had to change the toilet paper roll. Like I had to do it at my house before I left when I got to work. And then in the afternoon, I went to a different bathroom in my house, and I'm like, are you bleeping kidding? Thank God for you. I don't I know. know why what it big bothers day. me so much. I'm serious. Like, I, where would the world be if you weren't here to change on our... You guys I mean, would you be using your hands to wipe. What a difference you've made in people's lives on a day like that. Really? I know. My house is built for idiots because I just have like a hook that sticks out of the side of the oh, sink. Oh, that's smart. So all you got to do oh, is just, just slide it on. Slide it on. on. Yeah. Some people still, I think, Good. have trouble with that. They do. Uh, if you borrow someone's car, put some gas in it before you bring it back. Yeah. Mm, I don't do that. If it's on E, I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. If you borrow my car, I'm going to say, do you want to prepay for the fuel now or should I just charge you when you come <laughs> yeah, back? It's there me. You, you totally right. should. Uh, don't play music out loud if you're in public. That's what headphones are for. Uh, number five, chew with your mouth closed. Number six, don't start drama at a funeral. I'm always amazed at these stories of people, like these big, huge fights that people get into at funerals. Well, it's an emotional time. Tensions are running high. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes even the smallest thing, like walking into the bathroom at the funeral home and there's no toilet paper on the roll can right. really can be upsetting. Get you there. Yeah. Don't be that person that makes a scene at a funeral. Well, it's amazing how much family stuff, though, comes, comes out. out. Sure. Plus, sometimes when people die, that's like the first time you've seen a lot of people in right. years. And a lot of people have, you know, pent up aggression. Uh, if you're borrowing something for a third time, mm-hmm. it's time for you to buy one of your own. Mm-hmm. Don't take advantage of someone's kindness just because they said, oh, you can borrow this whenever you want. Yeah. Because if they say that, you might as well just keep it in your garage. <laughs> and let them come back and get it when they need it. Yeah. If you're borrowing something for the third time, just keep it. It's yours. <laughs> That's what that rule should say. Okay. <laughs> They're uh, obviously not using it. Right? They keep letting me have it, so you don't need it. <laughs> if someone shows you a photo on their phone, do not swipe left or right to look at other photos because chances are you're going to come across something that you cannot unsee. You just don't know what else is there, but I'm amazed at how many people will do that, though, too. I do. You, oh, it's you so do. blatantly nosy. Oh, it is so nosy. Well, I'm nosy. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, number nine, let people get off an elevator or a train before you get on. Oh, yeah. This is a big one. 
I know. And those New York City subways, man, if you're like, if, if when those doors open, you will get run over. You better be ready with you the plan. You better get out of the way. You the stand on the side and let them get off first. Too, man. We stayed close to Times Square once, and it was like one of those ones where you had to push the button and go to like elevator four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, people are like, vroom. Oh, They're yeah. Like, get on. Right. And finally, number 10, do not leave your shopping cart in the middle of the aisle. You decide you're not going to use it or you're not going to shop or you forgot your wallet or whatever. Put it back. Well, just, yeah, just stay out of the middle of the aisle. I mean, kind of treat it like a road. You travel on the right side so other people can travel on the other side and there's room for both of you to get through. There you go. So those are the 10 unwritten rules. Do you have any uh, you want to add, guys? Oh, man. Now, I, I mean, you nailed on the ones that make me crazy. The elevator etiquette right. bothers me. I put it up on our our Jeff and Jen Facebook page. So if you would like to uh, write down some unwritten rules that you don't like or like, feel free to go ahead and feel free to contribute. Let's see. Uh, the age old question. This keeps popping up. How often do you use your phone in the toilet? Uh, if the answer is always you're not alone, 57% of people in a recent poll admitted that they use their phone on the toilet at least some of the time. It's more, it's way more popular with young people though. Um, when they asked young people, 86% of men and 84% of women under 30 said they use their phone on the toilet at least sometimes. Now when they're, when they're saying using their phone, are they meaning just, you know, being on social media or checking email or they mean having a conversation? It may mean either. I think both because I've even gone into like, I think I was at TJ Maxx recently and someone was talking and I'm like, oh, clearly they're talking to the person next to them Uh and they came out and they were on the phone. I'm like, that's weird. Uh Like a convo. Yeah, that's. Men were almost twice as likely as women to say they use their phone every time they go to the bathroom. My favorite is when you're standing at a urinal and the guy next to you has got one hand on his phone and his <laughs> other hand. Yeah. Ew. Oh, yeah. Hey. Happens more often than you think. When that happens, do you hurry up and like go and wash your hands and get out before they do? Because how are they going to wash their hands while they're talking on the phone and they just hold their... Oh, they don't. They just walk out. Yeah. I see it all the time. And it just it you just want so badly to go to that table and just tell everybody, you know, you're dining with a pig. <laughs> <laughs> that, not only is he a pig. I triple yeah. dog dare this you a the date? next time. And the fact oh, that doesn't yeah. wash his hands, but he holds it and talks on the phone at the oh, same time. Right. <laughs> She'll be like, who, who are you texting? Oh. <laughs> well, there's that too, I suppose. Uh, and this is kind of an odd combo, but I don't know. This may sound kind of good. The ice cream brand Enlightened just added a new flavor to its lineup that in, that combines chocolate, salted fudge, and potato chips. It's called All That in a Bag of Chips. Each serving is 100 calories, and there are four servings per pint. It looks delicious. There it is. For now, they're just doing a limited run through the summer. Unless it's popular, this is not the first odd ice cream flavor they've came, uh, they've come up with. Enlightened also has one called Movie Night that is supposed to taste like popcorn and milk duds. Mm. Ah. So there's something to spur the imagination. If you have to travel constantly for work, and we do know a few people, It can stop being fun after a while. You know, the idea to me sounds really cool. Traveling for work. Yeah. 
Because you would you like to travel. I love to travel. Or would you like to, especially if you were doing like, um, if you were a travel reporter of some sort, where you were going different places and trying all the different foods. And, oh yeah, yeah. Getting paid to do that would be just like a dream for you. Or I found this little off the beaten path museum or some place that you know only locals know, and this is really cool. And let's uh, take a few pictures and tell people about it. Yeah, but when you're working, you normally don't have time to go to do those things. Yeah, if you're working, it's probably not as much fun. But then again, it depends on the city you're going to. Mm -hmm. And are you staying in a comfortable hotel? Or are you going to the most boring, depressing cities that don't really have a whole lot going on and you're on a shoestring budget? See, for me to travel for work, it would have to be, okay, I'm going to go and I'm working for like, one day for about six hours, but the travel, <laughs> but the work trip is four or five days. But out of that four or five days, I just need that one little chunk of six hours, like on a Saturday, to yeah. be the work part. And then it's like, at then like you a could beach sign or somewhere amazing. Yeah, somewhere cool. Now I do know some people who travel constantly for work, and they still they still love it. They mm-hmm. travel internationally. You know, he goes to Hong Kong one month. Next month, he's in Shanghai. Now, it can stop being fun after a while for some people. They asked 2,000 business travelers what the worst part, what, what is the worst part of traveling for work? Not Ten, having all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ten most common answers on the board. Being away from your family. Yeah. Although that could be good for some. Uh, traveling to new places. But, again, not having the time to explore them. Living out of a suitcase can get to be a drag after a while. All the wasted time you spent in transit, especially on delayed flights. Yeah, I'm sure that sucks when mm. you're on the tarmac for three hours and you got to be home. Or waiting around in airports. Mm-hmm. Not getting to sleep in your own bed. Hey, if that's taking a toll, this is, traveling is probably not for you if you're one of those people that doesn't enjoy Sleeping outside sleeping of their own in bed. hotels, cranking up the AC, lots of blankets, lots of pillows. You like not sleeping in your own bed. I do. There's peacefulness. It's harder for some to eat healthy when they're on the road. Yeah. When you're I on the road, you find yourself. They eat junk. When you're on the road, you find yourself working longer hours, meeting out on events at home. Miss, oh, missing out on events at home. Yeah. Kids, Especially when your kids are younger. Recitals and stuff. Right. Ball games. Uh, you end up spending a lot of lot of hours in very stuffy, sort of generic, bland offices and conference rooms. And finally, jet lag seems to be the big one if you travel far distances. Survey also found the average business traveler loses out on 45 minutes of sleep a night and only gets five hours and 13 minutes. Oh, not enough. No way. That's a problem. I'd like to hear about the best parts about traveling for work. Like, do you get to go to any really cool places? Do you have any time where you can kind of, you know, explore a little bit, maybe have, I don't know, one night out? Don't you think, too, like one of the cool things would be having one of those, like, American Express cards that gives you all those points? Like, think about all the points you would get on a credit card if you had to travel for work. You know, you could get points to stay at the Marriott. You could get points to you know, eat out or airline travel that you could use for a different thing later down the road. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
can't be all bad, right? But then mm-hmm. again, I guess it just depends on where you're going and and how how generous the company is. You know, if how they much they're going to pay for, are yeah. they going to pay for those fancy steak dinners with four bourbons? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but if they're putting you on these these little cramped puddle jumpers and they're sending you to east nowhere, right? That's got to be kind different. Of a, that I would think that would get to you after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. 732, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Facebook's servers went down last week. <laughs> I didn't even know this was going on. Evidently, it was their biggest oh, was crash horrible. ever. They say over 2 billion users were affected, and Instagram was down too. I had no idea. Yeah. Stuff wasn't posted. It was taking forever to post. Well, and- I was putting stuff up on our Jeff and Jen page, and I it was like post. It would say failed post, and I'm like, what happened there? I thought maybe I had put something up that got me banned, or you know how they put you like on a hold for 24 sure. hours or something like that. So I text Stephanie in our digital media department, and I'm like, hey, did something happen? Like, am I not allowed to do this anymore? And she's like, Facebook is down, and I actually felt a little relieved. Oh. Like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Even if I wanted to or felt I needed to, I can't. I can't. Was that the same day that you sent out the group text calling our attention to uh, some dialogue and I couldn't get it open? Probably. Yeah. I think that was the day before it had started glitching. And gotcha. then the next day it had totally. See you later, bud. So how do people who, I guess, spend a lot of time on social media, how do they pass the time when they can't endlessly scroll through photos and posts? Well, they don't know what to do with themselves. Evidently, they do. Traffic on the site Pornhub spiked. (laughs) For a while, it was up 20% overall. Uh, People were also searching for Facebook-themed porn more than usual. That's interesting. Facebook-themed porn? Yeah. What What the heck does that look like? I don't know, but... Where is Tim when you need a... Tim! (laughs) We're talking about porn. We know you know. (laughs) Not that, but he always has, like, somebody... Oh, yeah, my friend (laughs) totally is into Facebook porn. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. (laughs) Pornhub saw a 221% jump for the day in the number of searches that included the word Facebook, and a 320 three percent bump in searches that had the word instagram so apparently Uh when people couldn't use social media they immediately decided hey let's watch naked people use social media i guess (laughs) thanks for listening to the q102 jeff and jen morning show podcast brought to you by cbg airport start your trip at cbgairport.com